How do you know this? That's what I do. I drink and I know things. Truth is, <laughs> I am Iron Man. Rose? Well, we're going, we don't need Rose. When people ask you what happened here, tell them the North remembers. And here we go. Welcome to Not Another Movie Pod. I'm Zach Williamson with Ross Cutsforth and Luke Goosens. Today, we got some big stories before we finish up our Stranger Things 3 discussion. Talking the last three episodes, just going to round it all up. Okay, first, so this news broke yesterday. It's still developing um, back and forth. So the Disney-Sony deal for Spidey. So as of right now, he's out. And so this is a deal that was made. Okay, so we have to go back from the beginning, honestly, to break this down for everyone because there's a lot of just different just di- people who don't know what is really gonna is really going down. So let's explain it to everyone. So first, back in 2011, Sony was in trouble with money because their video games weren't doing that great at that time. And so they sold the merch rights for Spider Man to Disney for 175 million. And in return with that deal, Disney had to give them 30 million a year in revenue until whenever they decided to renegotiate or do something different. And then you fast forward to 2014. This is like right after Sony put out the two amazing Spider-Man movies, which they did well at the box office. They both made over 700 million, but they weren't really well taken. Like I think we all agree that the first one's I and the second one's not good. One of the worst Spider-Man movies for sure. Yeah, second one's pretty bad. Yeah. And so they were kind of seen as squandering the franchise at this point. But at the same time, this is around when the MCU was starting to pick up, like really hit its stride. This is after Marvel's Avengers. This is this is actually like right after Thor Dark World. So there's still kind of some missteps here and there. And Iron Man 3 was before that. So they're kind of in this place where they're trying to figure out, but they see Sony sees, okay, they're doing real, really well with what they're doing though. And we're kind of in this spot. It's like, where do we take Spider-Man? Because the thing is they have to do with the contract that they have with Disney when they first got the rights to Spider-Man, they have to, certain amount, they have to put out a certain amount of movies every couple of years. That's why you always are going to see Spider-Man rebooted forever. Well, not forever. At some point in the coming years, Sony Pictures will be sold off somewhere similar to what happened with the Fox's film division. And when that happens, the Spider-Man rights automatically go back to Marvel. It isn't like one every three years, right? I don't know if it's every three years because I'm not sure the gap between Spider-Man 3 and Amazing Spider-Man. That's what I saw anyways. Well, let's look. So so Spider-Man 3 came out in 2006. Amazing Spider-Man came out in 2012. So I'm not sure what the, the years are. It, who knows if it's something that they like renegotiated during that time. I'm not sure. But they have to put out a certain amount over ex, like an extended amount of years. So that's why we're always going to see them coming back. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, so yeah. So then now with this deal, this is in 2014, they're negotiating. They're saying the original deal was, okay, we'll put them in Civil War. And then Kevin Feige is going to produce two Marvel movies that will fit into their universe with Spider-Man. Sorry, two Spider-Man movies that will fit into the MCU. And then after Civil War, after they started seeing a little success, they expanded it to include the two Infinity War and Endgame. So then it was five. So it was always five movies. But Tom Holland signed on for three Sony movies three Marvel Sony movies as Spider-Man. So he still has one more technical on his contract. And also in one of the reports that came out with Deadline, they said that he is actually signed on for two more. They want to do two more with him at least. Where did that report come from then? If it was only one. I don't know. What report? That they said it was two more movies for Spider-Man, but then there's other reports saying it was only one. Or I mean, the contract is only one movie. The contract was three movies originally, and he would have one more on that contract is what... Reports from way back when, like five years ago. And then now the newest report is saying he, well, he probably still has that one guaranteed, but they want to do at least one more after that. They want to expand it. That's what Deadline was reporting. Yeah, okay. 
That makes sense. Yeah. And then the problem with that too is so you have all these merch deals and everything tied. And it's like what happened was past couple of months, Marvel and Sony have been meeting and saying, hey, what are we going to do going forward? And right now, Sony feels like they can just go... They feel like they don't need... They don't need Marvel right now because for one, Marvel came with them and was like, hey, we want to go 50-50 co-funding on this next movie, meaning they want to get 50% of the profit. And then fucking Sony's like, fuck no, we're not going to do that. Like we own this property. And the original deal was you guys get all the merch, you'll get 5% of whatever the initial first day gross is or whatever. And whoa, that's it. (laughs) Well, so the thing is like for just the merch alone, it's close to a billion on Spider-Man merch a year. Yeah. Spider-Man sells fucking hella toys. Yeah, at its worst, at its worst, just toys when Andrew Garfield was Spider-Man, just the toys were making 200 million, not including comics, games, any of that other shit. Like a year? A year. Well, comics isn't included in merch, is it? Merch would be like clothing and stuff, though. They own the, yeah, but they own the comics, too. It was part of that deal somehow also because comics go through, yeah, they own all that. That's in Disney. So it's a good deal. But that's a pretty good deal. You're making a billion off Spider-Man. And the thing is, they're not putting out a Spider-Man movie every year. So it's every other year, so the movies are making this. And if you're Sony, you're not going to want to give up this. You know what I mean? Like, let's say you go 50-50. Are you... Okay, let's say they don't do this and they put out their own movie. It's still with Tom Holland. It's going to make 700, 800 million, probably the first one at least. And then if you look back at it, what they made a billion, like 1.1 billion, you split that in half. It's like, you're still not going to really make much more with this split and you don't get, and it's 50-50. It's not yours. Yeah. Wait, so has Disney put out an official report or anything on it yet? Or has it just been Sony and like Sony insiders? So this has been... Because deadlines that I've been talking about are deadline. And then there was the THR one, the Hollywood Reporter one that dropped tonight. And then there was just a couple other little ones that were pretty much just confirming that they're still negotiating, that they're still doing talks. Disney's just trying to ask for too much, is what this is. I think Disney is just saying, hey, you know, these movies are successful because we were involved with this. We want more money or we want Kevin Feige to go focus on all these other movies. We just got all these new Fox properties and Fox is kind of fucking up for them right now. You know, I mean, they lost money on Fox so far. They had 170 million loss just last quarter. So it's like, hey, we have Kevin Feige. He's great. We need him to focus on our properties that we got with Fox. We're not really making money off the Spider-Man like that in the movie sense. Wait, how'd they lose 170 million? Because Dark Phoenix was a massive flop. Oh, just because of that movie? I thought that was from before the merger, but... Well, on top of that, Ross, yeah. So they put all that money in for the merger, bought it. Then on top of it, they're losing money right now with just the films that they've acquired. Just the ones that are still in like theaters and still in this cycle. Yeah, they've only had one movie and it was some Christian movie that went in the positive <laughs> box office wise since they've bought, since they've technically been under them. Sounds like the Lord's work right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they didn't have to pay for any of the production on that though, right? So they didn't technically lose money off the movies. They just... I think they had to market it. Oh, for marketing. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, because whatever it was, they've, it's reported that they... 170 million. Pretty much just from that movie. Why would they market it? And then? they had a couple other smaller flops. Or I guess the other movies, yeah. That makes sense. Sorry, say that again? Oh, no. I was just saying for the other movies, that makes sense. But it wouldn't make sense really to market Dark Phoenix anymore that, at this point. Yeah. And then I forgot to add one thing, too. In the initial deadline report, they originally said that Sony completely shut down any negotiation. But then later, they kind of like secretly changed it to say that um, Sony did counter 
with something back and then it just stopped. Like they changed the article? Yeah, they yeah. changed the whole article and didn't That's post so an whack. update or anything. Jesus. Yeah. It's because they just wanted to be the first one to jump and break the news. Like, I get it, but you got to get that shit right. Or it's something like someone on one of these sides was leaking this info to kind of influence the public opinion. But no matter what, everyone's going to hate on Sony because it's like, oh, you're taking it away from my fucking MCU. Yeah. Not thinking about the money aspect of it and just how huge this IP is. It's the most popular Marvel hero. No, that's how I feel at first, Zach. But I've definitely changed my mind since the first time we talked about it. Like just yeah. seeing all the facts and stuff and seeing, you're right, that Disney is getting pretty greedy. I want to see like, are the deadline, what I was asking though earlier was, were the deadline in like THR articles, were those from Sony sources or were they from Disney insider sources? It's from their sources. There's, yeah, I know. Okay. I know, for, I know for sure, Ross, there was, I don't remember which article, but it said there was a Sony insider in one of those, but it's also just their other insiders. I'm not going to say necessarily which one it came from. Yeah. Which exec. Yeah. And then there was like just some smaller ones like IO9 and then Fandango both just confirmed that. So originally Deadline also said the deal was done. It, there's no more negotiations happening. And then it came out and it was like, wait, not so fast. Yeah. And my kind of take on this is just, it's okay, right now it's done. He, Kevin Feige's not producing it. Both sides need to figure this fucking out because how do you leave the MCU on a, on a huge cliffhanger like that? Yeah. And then as Sony, how do you keep going with Tom Holland and then all of a sudden he's not in the MCU? How the fuck do you use any of his... Co- you can't use any of his suits. You can't make any references back to Tony Stark. You can't do like fucking anything. You can't use any characters you've been using in these movies you've already started. Oh, you have to go really? like Spider-Verse with it. Yeah. Yeah, because that's all stuff that's in the MCU universe and now they, they won't have access to that. Yeah, it's definitely a lose-lose. Yeah, they got to figure it the fuck out. What? Yeah. Seriously. It's a bad deal for both. Yeah. If Sony can't do shit with it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Making the movies, they're both fucked. Can they use the same directors or do they have to like uh, find their own directors? Yeah, so the... Okay, this is another thing that Dead, Dead uh, Deadline fucked up with. They originally said that Tom Holland for two more movies and... John Watts was going to return for two more movies. But then after they also changed that and it said they want him back, but he doesn't have a contract. So they can, they can sign whoever. John Watts was signed to two movies. So they could re-sign him again. Yeah. Yeah, they could work out something. But it's going to be interesting to see if they, they want to work with Sony outside of the MCU because I don't know. How are they going to... I guess they could figure out a way to pull it off to where it still makes sense as far as the continuity, but do they want to go outside of the MCU with Spider-Man or creatively? I don't know. They're building their own universe with their Marvel characters. They had that Venom movie that did really well. I'm sure that also contributed to them thinking, okay, we don't need to fucking bow down to Disney. We can stick it to these fools and make them come back to the same deal we had. Yeah. Because it was, honestly, it was like not a bad deal on both sides. Like Disney was making a lot of money and they get to do, they get to use Spider-Man in a way that works with their story and everyone loves Spider-Man and they were making money off the movie, even if it was just a little bit, but they're getting all the fucking merch shit. Yeah. It's like, that's a good deal. And then on the other side, it's like, you're working, what Sony, I think has been doing well lately is like what they've done with Spider-Verse is they've trusted people to just go make something and like, hey, you do this, we'll give you our property and do something really cool with it. And like, that's what they've done with Spider-Verse. That's what I thought they were doing with Spider-Man and the MCU. And they need to figure out how to continue this. Yeah, that was a good deal. You're right. For both of them. I don't know why Disney decided to... So I want to see Disney side, but right now it just really seems like Disney's just fucked it up by trying to be way too greedy with it. Sony had a bad... Sony shouldn't have put out that statement, though. Did you guys see that? They had a statement saying... They kind of just blamed it on Kevin Feige and Disney. And it's like, 
they said, oh, Kevin Feige's too busy with everything. And Kevin Feige's going to fucking find time to work on Spider-Man movies if it's allowed. You know what I mean? If he's allowed to do it. Yeah. Like, don't bring him into this shit. He just left his the last Spider-Man movie on a huge cliffhanger. Clearly, <laughs> Spider-Man is supposed to have a big factor going forward in the MCU. Yeah. Sony should have given it to him, dude. Because then they, now that Disney has it, they've created Spider-Man. They've shaped it into the MCU. So now everyone thinks it's just like a Disney property. So if, if Sony takes it back, it's not even like you said, they have to make something totally different. Yeah, but I think that's kind of what's already been happening with Venom. I don't know if I don't know if the average person necessarily cares that oh, Venom's not in this shit or, or is he in it or whatever. You know what I mean? Like they don't really comprehend that these are like different things happening. They just see it as superheroes. I don't know. I feel like the average person gets confused. Gets confused. Yeah. I thought that was the. Re- I thought like a lot of people that go and see superhero movies are like like all in on the fucking on superheroes and like want to see them all you know like kind of like how game of thrones is you know like people are all in on like if they're into it they're all in on it you know like the fan base yeah there's definitely probably a lot of people out there like that and And they're probably not confused by it by whether they're in the universe or not in the universe you know well yeah oh i'm saying like the average person is though like my parents when they go to see shit like venom or like one of the x-men movies back in the day or like a couple years ago they'd be like Wait, is this in the one with like the Avengers? Like just yeah. average people that don't know much are like really confused when they go see other Marvel movies and shit. And I think that I like the idea of having everything together. I want Spider-Man and MCU because I want to see that story keep going. DC's about to do a Joker movie that's not connected to anything else they're doing. And it seems like it's probably going to do pretty well. There's a lot of hype for it. Yeah. So I disagree with a lot of people that Spider-Man won't do well after this. I still think it's going to make a lot of money. Like, you're fucking crazy if you think it's not going to make money. Yeah. Every other Spider-Man movie has made over $700 million. And yeah, it's not a billion, but it's still a lot of money and it's your property. You don't have to share it with anyone. They could, Or you figure out with Disney, because you got in this deal, figure everything out and fucking keep going with what you were doing. Yeah, they could easily do like a one-shot movie for Spider-Man. Just like one like contained storyline. And it would definitely make a lot of money, right? And Sony didn't get any money for Civil War, Endgame, or Infinity War. Disney got all that. So they got to use the character and make money. <laughs> what the fuck? In those movies. It's a pretty good deal. Yeah. Like, they got a good deal both ways. It's just Disney getting greedy because they're like, well, we own... Spider-Man is a Marvel thing. And they're trying to get that pressure to get it to come back. Because they want... You know what I mean? It just makes sense to have it in with everything else. You guys sold this way back. That's your fault for fucking giving up Spider-Man back in the day. Well, Disney didn't. When did they do Marvel that? Comics did. Marvel Comics sold his TV rights. I don't know how long ago. 90s. 90s maybe earlier. It was 90s. Idiots. It probably was 90s because then they had to immediately start making a movie. Yeah. Well, they were like broke. Their studio was about to like basically close down. They were they were totally screwed. They just sold their movie rights to like everything basically. Yeah, they sold all their biggest characters. They sold Fantastic Four, X-Men, Spider-Man, Hulk. Hulk's with the Universal. The Hulk, the Hulk deal is a whole nother thing too. It's just they can't they can only use them for f- movies or something, but they can't. Sorry, let me say that again. Not they solo can't do movies. It for solo movies anymore. Yeah. Just the Incredible Hulk. And then after that, I guess. Yeah, it must have been a one time deal with it yeah. to introduce it. That could be a whole nother deal too with toys. I have no clue. I don't know anything about the fucking Universal because they have Namor too. Yeah. Or Na- Namor. Or Namor. Maybe right. Yeah, they haven't used Namor yet either. That's. Is that? Oh yeah, that's p- part of the Fox deal coming in, isn't it? No, he was in the Universal oh, one. Is more, mm. more just fucking who who knows really what his rights are. If he's attached to like a producer, you know what I mean. Kind of like yeah. with 
these Spider-Man movies, they're all attached to what's her name? Amy Pascal or Amy, Amy Pascal. 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 Yeah. And then she got fired. But she's still producers on just the Spider-Man ones. Yeah. Dude, it's crazy because the Hulk, one of Marvel Comics' like top five most popular characters too. And they haven't been able to make any movies with them. That's crazy. It's like Hulk, Spider-Man, Captain America, Wolverine. I don't even know who else. Well, they just make them an offer. Offer, give them an offer for the, the rights to the character. The problem now is it's worth so much more because all these movies he's been in. Yeah. Like the MCU has just raised the stock of just comic movie movies in general. Like if there was no MCU, Venom would have not made that much money. Yeah. Superheroes are now becoming its own. It's its own genre. genre and then there's all these little sub superhero genres coming out. Yeah. Like villains. And Spider and Sony has their whole universe plan. They want to do like a Craven the Hunter movie, and they have a couple other spin-offs planned too. Morbius is in the; it's going to come out next year, and then Venom after that, Venom two after that. So they yeah. have a bunch of stuff planned, and then these apparently these two Spider-Man movies. However, that's going to fit in, <laughs> or if that works out with MCU. But I feel like that. I feel like that this isn't the end of this. I think this is going to keep continuing. And they're going to figure this out because I'm just thinking about the MCU, and it's like, how do you explain that cliffhanger in Spider-Man? In, in Far From Home. Yeah, I'm thinking that too. This might just be like a tactic to get them to go back to their old deal. So that is bullshit though. I really want to see Venom in Spider-Man 3 as well. That would be so cool. <laughs> yeah, apparently that was a rumor a while back that Sony was pushing for Venom in Spider-Man 3. Yeah. We'll see though, because then that makes a whole nother mess with what is what is this shit connected in the MCU kind of, you know, like just a yeah. <laughs> whole nother issue. You're convoluted, man. Oh, one other thing I forgot to add is that so the original port was 50-50 and then THR in their latest one that came out tonight, they said that Disney was asking for more than 30%. So it's somewhere between 30 and 50%. We're not sure. Maybe it got talked down to that. But either way, if I'm Sony and it's 30%, I'm still saying, no way, dude. <laughs> like We're getting most of this and we're going to go back closer to whatever deal we had. Because it's like, how do you go from... Originally, it's 5% initial gross of the first day or whatever, some sort of deal like that to, we want 30%, we want 50%. It's like, how do you counter back to that? Uh, actually, I'll give you like 7%. Yeah. They're not going to, Disney's not going to bite on it. They think they have all the leverage in this situation because it's a character that's integrated in their universe now. But they could just pull the rights away and then wait like however many years and they're allowed and then just make their own movie once people start to forget about it more. Are you talking about Sony? Yeah, Sony. I don't know how many years they can wait, though. That's the thing. Like if the, I think that with yeah. this deal, they have to do it every couple of years. And then you have Tom Holland right now, who people love. It'd be if you rebooted, rebooted <laughs> Spider Man again. Oh my god! Right now, I don't think people would. I think that'd be a worse idea than just using Tom Holland again and just saying, "Hey, we're doing an alternate Spider Man." Actually, he's a fucking British Tom Holland Spider Man now. Yeah, <laughs> they'd have to get someone new or something. No, that's what he's saying. Don't. Don't do that. Yeah, I'm saying don't get someone new and then either oh, what? work out some deal where you can allude back to what happened in the storyline so far or you do a Spider-Verse situation and do it like a completely alternate universe Spider-Man who's then connected to this Venom movie and that whatever universe they're building out with that. No, oh, you want to keep... Oh, okay. Interesting. Yeah, like uh, he gets ripped from the MCU basically and then like just planted into a new universe. That's what he's saying. Yeah, kind of like what they're going to do with Deadpool. Yeah. Who is the one for who was it fucking Bob Iger that like decided to do this? I don't think he was actually at these meetings. It was whoever is right under him, SVP or whatever. 
I forget their names, but actually, I don't think that he was directly involved in this deal. He wasn't negotiating with it. It was Sony's president and whoever is right under on Disney's side. Two people. It was two people on Disney's side, so I'm forgetting their name. Damn, they didn't even have the respect to send Iger. The balls. No, I don't think... I don't think Feige was there either. No Feige either. Oh, I was going to say, he's probably got other shit to worry about, but this is pretty big. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is fat. This is huge, but at least... <laughs> the, the, I'm just... I'm hopeful because they don't even have any Spider-Man plans as of right now. Like, they had phase phase five already mapped out. Yeah, why would they do that when they already fucking... Yeah, that doesn't make sense. Disney kind of fucked themselves. And we're on phase five, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and they already have even going into phase six. No, no, sorry. No, this we is have, phase four, actually. This is we're going yeah, into so phase, four. phase four completely mapped out, and then they have phase five oh. starting to get there. Because remember, they announced Blade, Black Panther two, Captain Marvel two, Fantastic Four, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume three. Like they already have projects for that phase two, but they haven't flushed out the rest of it, which I think was going to happen at D twenty three this weekend, which we're going to have a pot on. By the way, for our listeners, we're going to cover D twenty three after it happens. Deal. But I was thinking they're going to announce the rest of, D- of that phase five because I think Kevin Feige even teased that they had most of phase five finished at Comic-Con. They just wanted to save it. So we'll see. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right, let's move on. So that's it with the Spider-Man talk. I'm sure that will continue. We'll have updates going forward. Next, huge news. Ewan McGregor is in talks for Obi-Wan Kenobi Disney Plus series. Uh, there's rumor that he wants to direct episodes. That feels like something that I could totally see him wanting to do and being a good deal to swing, like to swindle Disney to let him come back. Like, hey, I want to be really involved with how the story's going to go if I'm coming back. Yes. And a mechanical friend is rumored to also appear. Not sure who that could be. Who do you guys think that would be? R4. R4? Yeah. What if they brought back like Grievous or some shit, dude? Or oh, Grievous? That'd be dope. Dude, what if they brought him back, back somehow. How? He got, that dude he's, got shot in the heart like four times with a blaster. Just give that fool Whatever. Heart. Yeah, I was going to say, he's a fucking pretty Is his brain mech- intact? He has a real brain, Yeah, right? he's, he's, still a mechan- he's a fucking cyborg, bro. Like, just... Yeah. They could easily bring that. They brought Maul back, dude. Like, they could bring this fool back. <laughs> Use the dark side to fuel his survival, <laughs> I guess. And he just hunts down Obi Wan on fucking Tatooine. I think that there's a lot of stories you can do with it. There's a lot of uh, there's already like some stories from his that's officially canon. Like he saved Luke once when he was a kid. Yeah, he saved their own. He saved Uncle Owen. Their, what's his name? Uncle Uncle Owen. Uncle Owen saved him. There's a couple other stories. He fought a fucking bounty hunter Wookie once. He fought Maul. That's badass. Again, he killed him. I don't think that they would do that all the way up to then though, because they already have that in the. Animated Rebels. series, yeah. When does he go to Tatooine? Right after the episode three, or is there a time period between that? I want to, it has to be right after. He's still very much a baby, yeah. And then he just stays there, and he's guarding him forever. But Uncle Owen doesn't want him guarding him. You know what I mean? That's why he kind of stays away. Yeah. And then he he thinks that Ben Kenobi's a good cover. Like, how the fuck does? How would anyone not figure that out? Um, ben Kenobi, <laughs> Obi Wan Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, dude. Like, uh, he's a fucking. Sorcerer or whatever, rumored wizard. Too. Just like this dude's this dude's obviously a Jedi. Yeah. And it's obviously Obi-Wan who got away. Like fucking are you for real? How would the Empire not know that yet? I know. That's what I'm saying, dude. There's no fucking way. And he's happens to be on the planet that Anakin grew up on. <laughs> Just no fucking way, man. But so that I mean they're this is moving forward. I'm kind of excited for it. This is something that's been rumored for a little bit. And dude, Disney Plus, at least with their with their Star Wars shows, it sounded really cool. And we're going to get a Mandalorian trailer this Friday at D23. And Obi-Wan. Oh, that'll be dope. 
They got a couple others that they're working on too. One of those guys from Rogue One is getting a prequel series. Who? Oh, Cassian Andor. Yeah, with the robot that I'm forgetting. K2SO. His code number. K2SO, yeah. yeah. Dude, Thank you. I love that's my favorite droid in Star Wars. Easy. Really? Yeah, dude. Fucking K2SO is awesome. Yeah, he's got some personality. Yeah. Rogue One, Rogue One, honestly, pretty underrated of the four that have come out, I think, of the new ones. Yeah. yeah I think it's my favorite. Dank. Your favorite of the new movies? Yeah, of the new movies. Oh, okay. I was like, damn. <laughs> of all of them? No. I was like, wait, wait, we're going to have to debate here. <laughs> this is My favorite of all of them is definitely fucking Empire Strikes Back. That one's just so yeah, good. I agree. That might be the best movie twist of all time. Yeah, dude. Just imagine that movie twist like at the time when it came out in theaters. In theaters? Holy shit. No fucking internet to ruin yeah. it for me. It would have just blown your <laughs> noggin. I would have questioned the hell of, out of it. I've been like, this doesn't even make sense. How? <laughs> you know? I was going to say, and then you have to wait fucking 35 years for the backstory <laughs> on that bitch. Yeah. Yeah. And how that shit went down. Makes you appreciate it more. It does. I mean, I appreciate the prequel movies for what they are. I don't know if they're necessarily great. I think episode three is pretty great, though. I enjoy it. just the lightsaber fights and just it tying everything together. But I think episode three is. So- Decent, pretty good. Two and one though have good parts, but just some of the characters are what the fuck. Oh and yeah, there's some parts that the drag. CGI and the writing. Yeah, I don't even hate on the CGI. This is 20 years ago, but the writing, dude. Yeah, but then you look at Empire Strikes Back, and the stop motion is even just—it's so great. I love it. Maybe you just like it because it's classic. Yeah. What were you saying, Zach? That's what I like about the new movies is that the new movies are incorporating more not like real effects. Practical like effects. Like they did with those original ones. Yeah. Like practical effects. And with like the costumes and stuff. It just holds up better uh, over time, mm-hmm. honestly. Because it's real. It, it does. Layer. You're totally right. I agree with that. It's a good statement. All right, moving on. We all hyped for that Obi-Wan series. Oh, yeah. Next, Matrix 4 got announced. This happened right at the same time that all that Spider-Man shit broke. So it was like a very... Uh, up and down for me over that hour. <laughs> fucking pissed. And I was like, wait, Matrix 4, that sounds kind of sick. Yeah, and I, I was thinking that. about it. I'm like, like Keanu Reeves is coming back. Wachowski's coming back. A couple other characters are coming back. Young Morbius, they're apparently looking for a younger Morbius. And then that's when I started thinking like, okay, well, what the fuck is this movie going to be about? Because Neo and Trinity, they fucking died. But then it's like, how do you bring back these dead characters? Yeah, I don't know. And you're doing like a prequel with young Morbius. Or like, what are you doing here? Or you mean... Because he didn't even know... Morpheus? Yeah, they're going to cast a young Morpheus. Yeah, you were just saying Morbius, like uh, the vampire. Yeah, like Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, cast Jared Leto in this fucking crossover. <laughs> He'd be white, though. That would make no sense. I know, I'm just fucking... He's not, not going to go blackface. <laughs> That'd be fucked. What the fuck <laughs> are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> you can't. No Morbius. Morpheus. They're going to cast a young Morpheus. And originally, that was rumored a couple years back when there was the first reports on Matrix 4. When it was like they were thinking about it, they were talking to having Michael B. Jordan playing young Morpheus. But now I'm just like, okay, well, how does this work well, with if you're bringing back the Neo story? Because he, he didn't even know him when he was young. Well, is he going to, yeah, I don't know. Is it going to deal with like time travel or some shit like that or alternate dimensions? Or? I mean, yeah, what do you think? That's at this point, it's theories. 
I was gonna say, didn't Morpheus like think that Neo was the chosen one, and then you know, like, so he's probably like spying on him, and then like, I don't know, being a badass. Yeah, but then what are they gonna de-age Keanu Reeves and uh, what's her name, Carrie? Is it Carrie Ann Moss? They don't have to de-age him; they just have to shave his fucking beard. <laughs> I mean, he does age really well. Keanu Reeves does, but like, you can still definitely tell he's older. Yeah, he's like in his fifties. He was in his late twenties, thirties during that. Whatever, guy. Dude, put some makeup on him. He'll look fucking 15. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure what they're going to do with that, Ross. That's what I was asking you. I think you're right. It'd be some sort of time travel or some sort of trippy or maybe, Matrix world yeah. shit. Maybe Morpheus is like died at this point and his consciousness is like inside the Matrix and they see him in there, some shit. Or maybe like Trinity's inside. But the Matrix is destroyed though. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah, dude. I don't. They said that Lana Wachowski said that they had more concepts that they are going to expand on with this. So I don't know. I'm honestly a little worried because I can't really. I don't remember thinking the third Matrix movie was that oh, good. Oh, dude. No. First one's like a masterpiece. Yes. Second one's I. It's decent, decent. And then the third one is not good. I remember. I remember the first one being great. And then I remember. Well, the second and third one, when I first watched them as a kid, I was like, dude, these are awesome. But then when I rewatched them later, I remember thinking they were both like, you know, kind of shaky. Like, eh. But yeah, yeah, I thought the third one was just not good. It just wasn't in the world. And it just, it was in the real world. And that just not as interesting for me. Well, personally. And they had all that shit with like the Oracle. Yeah. And like, I don't know. They were going through these. It went, it made the matrix seem really weird it's just a completely forgettable matrix movie yeah i, I don't even remember that much of it <laughs> that's what i'm saying like I, I remember much but i remember not thinking that the story really needed to go on after the first one after the third one. Oh, after the, yeah definitely not i was gonna say after the first one there's definitely room to go but oh yeah 100 yeah the problem i think is what they did with the 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 next two is that they they filmed both those back to back yeah and so they didn't really polish the ending they they filmed them both or they wrote them both filmed them both and they dropped them both in the same year or like within seven or eight months of each other which probably hurts your box office spreading those out a little bit yeah they should have done like a lord of the rings where it's like once one every 12 months yeah and then just work on polishing it yeah because that's like what they did. That's like in the Infinity War, Infinity War and Endgame. Like those both came out a year from each other. That was perfect, like uh, spacing. Yeah, and they filmed them together, which makes sense though, because it's like you have so many actors and characters that you need them all to clear out their slates for this time. Yeah, it's like you got to just do them together. Yeah, and then really work on the po- like the post production. I wonder. <laughs> I wonder if the, their ideas for the Matrix Four are just going to be like wacky as shit just way far out I don't know dude the other thing I'm suspicious about is that the other Wachowski didn't come back it's just Lana yeah not Lily yeah it's like okay what did you not what did, What was your problem with making a Matrix 4 that you don't want to be involved in this maybe she was busy maybe she has something else maybe they don't really have yeah. much else going on they just like close their studio how do you know bro they don't look up their <laughs> look up their filmography right now yeah, they haven't done much in a minute. Maybe they're focusing on something else, though, you know? I don't know. Like a I don't know shit about the Wachowskis, but you Personal know. project. Jupiter Ascending, that was their last movie in 2015. Oh, whoa. Maybe they write was... books or something. Maybe. Maybe she has a hobby that she doesn't want to put down. They have Sense8, but that's over, too. Was Sense8 good? I don't, I don't know. Never seen that. I've I've never seen it, but they're the showrunners. Mm. That's a TV show. That was a Netflix show. Apparently, Jupiter Ascending. I've never watched it, but apparently, it got uh, pretty bad reviews. Is the one with? Yeah, it got. Uh, has Tom Hanks in it? No, 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 no. no Channing no. Tatum and Mila Kunis. Tatum, that's right. Yeah. I'm pretty sure the only good movie the Wachowskis have are is fucking 
The Matrix. Yeah. No, dude, they have V for Vendetta. That was a good movie. Oh, yeah, that movie's amazing. Honestly, sorry to hit. Maybe just as good as The Matrix. Shut up. No, those are like, <laughs> bro. Those are both masterpieces, in my opinion. They're so good. V for Vendetta is really good. Yeah. The Matrix is a masterpiece. I would agree with Luke. Mm, all right. V for Vendetta is really good, though. I like I like that movie a lot. I would say great, at least. It is a great movie. I agree. I guess we... Yeah. I don't know, a though. A classic? <laughs> a classic? Dude. Yeah, classic? That's like top 100 movie of all time. Oh, no, Chef. You don't think Matrix is a classic sci-fi movie? Oh, The Matrix is classic. That's probably top 100 movie of all time. But V for Vendetta is fringe top 100 movie of all time. <laughs> it's pretty good. Yeah, like 100 to I'm not, not going to argue with your opinion on that. Yeah. I don't know what they're going to do for The Matrix 4, though. It's going to be interesting. Yeah, I'm I'm like kind of hyped, but I'm also just like, okay, we'll see. I need this. I need to hear more about yeah. it. Yeah. I need to hear more what they're doing with this. Could be great, though. It's been so long, too. It's been... 14 years since the last one. Yeah. I don't know where they're going to pick up with this one. I wonder if they're going to be like some spaceship. I don't even know. 14 years. Oh my God. We're so old. (laughs) I mean, I was like five when that came out. So or like three. I'll take that back. (laughs) It's been 16 years. Yeah, it's been way long. Since the last Matrix. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I was like seven. That was a big boy. Trying to think anything else on the Matrix. Uh, I think we covered it. Next topic. One trailer we had to do before we get into Stranger Things. So Guillermo del Toro, it's also a Scott Cooper. He's the one who directed it. <laughs> it's, it's their movie. It's called Antlers. And uh, it's set in Oregon. Also, I forgot to add that. The homeland. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Wait, what town is it set in? What's, or what city? Hepner. Hepner? <laughs> in Hepner, baby. Yeah. <laughs> They're looking for antler sheds. They're looking for sheds, bro. Out in the desert. Yeah. <laughs> that's going to be the place. The city of like... Two hundred people? No, it's like twelve hundred, dude. Come on, guy. Yeah, get it right. Come on, dummy. So, what do you you think? It looks scary, though. Yeah, it's a door locker. (laughs) That one comes out next year. Carrie Russell's starring too. Right, add that she's gonna be in Star Wars later this year. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro always has like good, like kind of beasts in his movie. Yeah, he does. Like good. He must have saw that and was like, "Yep, this is right up. This is this is my type Mm -hmm. of movie." He has really good costume and like makeup design, just uh, good practical effects. On because he always does like dope practical effects on his monsters. Yeah, that's how Del Toro got in the business was through makeup. Yeah, oh, like really? in Pain's Labyrinth. That have you guys seen that? No, mm-hmm. but even I'm talking like 80s, 90s. Oh. He's come up was a makeup artist. Yeah, he was a makeup artist. Yeah, just for like that kind of like creatures and shit. I assume that makes funny. sense, right? Yeah, that totally makes sense. He's related to Benicio Del Toro, right? No, I let me check. For some reason, I thought they were brothers. For some come on, dude, that's got to be a correlation there, dude. Del Toro. <laughs> I don't know if they're related. How many people have the last name Del Toro? <laughs> I don't know. It's a good question, Luke. That's what I'm saying. They got to be related, right? Guillermo is Mexican, while Benicio is Puerto Rican. Oh uh, no, so they're not even close. For some reason, I thought they were brothers, but I I don't know where I got that from. I heard that once, but it was wrong. They're two years apart. Dang, so they maybe, really could have been brothers. Maybe same mom, maybe same mom, different dad. Yeah, and then they got raised in different countries, and they don't even know their brothers. Are Are you sh- sure they were raised in different countries? They're not even related. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I, I don't think they're related. <laughs> don't count it out, guy. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. Movie looked trailer looks sick though. Looks kind of. I don't know. It's got like that mystical aspect to it. Yeah, just creepy, otherworldly shit happening. 
Yeah, I don't like I don't, I don't like that it's a kid that fucking just feeds him or whatever the fuck he does. Yeah, I'm con- Yeah, that's weird. I'm confused. Is like the monster his real parents or is it just like what he sees as his parents and his parents are his real parents are dead or did he get like left behind in that house by his real parents? That's what drew me in. I was like, where is this kid in all this? Is it because he like folded the picture down of his dad? Yeah, you know, because his whole family. He's like, how does this kid fit into these this scary shit? Like, what is his exact relationship to the monster? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, maybe they're like werewolves or some kind of creature like that. Ooh, well, he sick. said the bear. Yeah. So it seems like it's a, a, like a bear. Werebear. Werebear. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, they look nasty, whatever the fuck they it are. It looked like a fucking humanoid humanoid things from I Am Legend. Yeah, Uh-oh. just that white, nasty skin. Because you know those fools never really leave besides at night, probably. There was like a flash of like the monster. The, the monster and it seemed kind of like something with like it looked bigger big with like teeth antlers on it and then it kind of seemed like a bear i don't know maybe it was just a person wearing a bunch of like furs and shit oh that that could be it too I don't know. like one yeah, of those humanoid it, people wearing those weird furs yeah oh that's a good you looking you're doing mad research over there zach I, I just remember that it was based off a short story, but I don't know. I just looked up what it's called. It's called The Quiet Boy, but I've never read it. I don't know anything what it's about. Damn, no, I'm about to... Actually, I'm not going to read it. I'm about to go to bed. Yeah. All right, that's it? Yeah, that's it on that. For me, anyways. What I want to I want to review The Boys, too. That'd be fun to do on an episode. Yeah, and everybody's loving it, too. So, like, it'd be a good, good one to review. It's good, though, Luke. It's worth it. You'll like... I know. I think you'll like it. It's not like what you think it's going to be. Like, I was like, almost expecting some shitty kind of CW-style superhero show. Yeah. And it's nothing like that. It's more Watchmen style. That's what I thought. <laughs> like, I thought it was going to be like Arrow or like Flash or some shit. Because the advertising kind of looked corny for it, but it wasn't... It was not anything like you'd think. Yeah. It was good. <laughs> the CW. That's such a throwback. Jesus <laughs> Dude, Supernatural... Uh, fucking what's it called? Smallville. Who's that? Shout out to Channel Nine. <laughs> when we were kids, way was back, like, baby. Oh yeah. Was that like Channel Nine? It wasn't even the CW at one point. It was something else. It was like that. Th- that was like the channel that they showed like fucking Mori Povich on and shit. Just that. Never watched. Just that. like that white trash bullshit. <laughs> Wait, what? Like Jerry Springer or some shit? Yeah, like the same channel that had. The CW had like fucking Mori Poge, Jerry Spring, all that bullshit. All right, let's move on to fucking Stranger Things. Okay, that's it. So moving forward, last three episodes of Stranger Things, we just decided to just do them all together, get this shit done. Yeah. It's been, what, over a month since this came out? So yeah. Yeah. Now I want to move on to the that. fucking boys. All right, Stranger Things. Okay. Ross, what'd you think? I was going to kind of go for me. I'm just going to go through like a little bit of what I each like for the first two episodes and just talk about the third, the final one. So, yeah, I just, what'd you think? I liked it. I, just, I was just taking down some notes about like what I thought about it. So, in the hospital episode, it starts out, or episode six, it starts out with them in the hospital and then the mind flayers chasing Nancy. Thought those are right. Well, I didn't like, I don't know. This is just a pet peeve of, <laughs> sorry, I'm already going negative. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Shocker, dude. Jesus. <laughs> I just don't like this in movies. Really, it just annoys me. You know when the villain, not monologues, but just plays around yes. instead of just killing. When the mind flayer with Nancy yeah, crawled over Nancy and roared at her instead of. Dude, that happened twice yeah. with Nancy. That's what I, I just don't like that, that in movies or shows or whatever, you know. 
because it just kills the suspense for me. And I thought I wrote that same thing down too, Ross. Really? I agree. No way. Uh, yeah, and I thought if if it would have broke through that door and killed her right away, it would have made that the mind flayer a way better villain in my opinion. Because the mind flayer didn't really mm-hmm. do shit and got knocked out. Oh, I mean, it did some stuff, but it didn't do anything lasting besides it did kill Billy. But yeah, I just think for how smart it seems, Billy. the mind flayer it makes really stupid decisions. Like, yeah. why wouldn't you just kill Nancy? Really, he smacked her, and then it, and then it just kind of was looming over her, and then it did that again. Yeah, it happened twice. Dude, even with like the fucking kids uh, in okay, now we're jumping to fucking uh, Go episode for it. eight. Jump around, yeah. In episode eight, when they're in the mall, like hiding from the mind flare after he broke through the glass, it's like, dude, he could fucking like just destroy the whole mall, destroy the whole mall, like sniff him out, like kill him. He's like shooting his little fucking. They're just like hiding from him this easily. Um, <laughs> yeah, I agree. That <laughs> He's seems... supposed to be so smart. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Exactly. They went a little too Jurassic Park with the with that with the trying to do the Velociraptor scene, the T Rex chasing after him in the car. That's totally what they were going for with all that in that episode. But I totally agree, dude. And it's just like Eleven bails them out so much. Yes, like she shows up at the right time every time. Yeah, she bailed out Nancy. She just wrecked the mind flare. I thought her wrecking it was cool, but come on, you just got bailed out. Shout out to Millie Bobby Brown though. She's such a fucking good actor. Every time she is fucking screaming or crying on camera, or so using her powers. Realistic. That's what I mean, like using her. Power. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she just makes it seem really believable. Yeah, she makes it seem really believable. It's really like taking a lot of her strength and power to fucking use her use her abilities, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It's a really good superhero take. You know what I mean? Yeah. It seems very realistic. She makes it seem very realistic. And even that scene with her and Billy just went at the very end with their oh, memories. That, that was a good fucking scene. That was a good scene. That was just good acting from both of them. Well, they were probably like the stars of this season as far as acting goes, I would say. I thought both of them were the standouts. Oh, for yeah, sure. I agree. Oh, and then, Luke, I agree with you about the mall. The mind player easily could have just came through the top of the mall and then just started wrecking shit. Yeah, he almost seemed like a video game boss, you know? <laughs> yeah. Where he just does the same <laughs> movements in a row, and then you figure out his pattern and then beat him. You know, it's just like... <laughs> just got bamboozled. And you'd, you'd expect him to be smarter because he's not spreading his body out. He's not in all these other bodies at the same time. It's all in one place besides Billy. And it's, all right, dude, then how are you, your, your, your mind is not split right now. Focus on where these fools are at. Figure it out. Yeah. You're a fucking massive monster. Yeah. And it could have just shot out hundreds of tentacles in all directions if it wanted to. It had enough mass to do that. I did think that Steve taking the torture from the Russians was badass. So that, I got him some points <laughs> in my book. That was sick. <laughs> oh, he did really good this season too. Yeah. And being like, yeah, screw it. Kill me. I won't. I'm not going to talk bitches. That was awesome. <laughs> The whole Scoops gang, I enjoyed. Even Erica in the end, I yeah, liked her. It worked. It worked as it kept going on. Yeah. I like Robin's character a lot, too. I like that Robin and Steve didn't become a thing. I like that Robin was just like, nah, I'm gay, dude. That yeah, was cool. they're just friends. Yeah. And then, that was a nice twist, too. Oh, and then the Mind Flayer fight in the cabin was pretty cool. I like that. That was just the atmosphere and suspense of it. Just like holding off in a cabin in an enclosed space just against like oncoming, oncoming monster. Was pretty cool. Yeah, that was intense. My thing for that scene, okay, well, you guys just saw it down the street. How did how did Nancy have this time to go get a gun? How did they have time to do all this shit yeah. while it's literally running up to the building? It just seemed like there was a lot of time in between that. Yeah, that's true. That's a good point. 
I didn't even think about that. I didn't see that. And then I liked that scene. I liked it overall, though. I liked that scene. I liked that scene, too. And it made everyone seem kind of useful. But I did, uh, another thing about that scene that I just thought of was Eleven is kind of inconsistent with her powers. She just waited. She just watched fucking Jonathan fight it for a minute. And then she was like, all right, now I'm going to step in. It was another bailout scene, yeah. Where she <laughs> they, they she bailed out someone who was about to die. Just do that from the start, but whatever. I thought the just atmosphere and like suspense of it was good though. And so oh, and then I like how she got L got bit. So I like that they got rid of her powers for the end. Cause it made it. Yeah, and Mind Flayer figured out a weakness and she doesn't actually have her powers as of the end. True. They're, they're not working. She's just probably really drained. <laughs> She's had to use them a lot lately. Yeah, that's true. Hey, but she used but she's them. had to use everything that she had to like stop Billy, stop the mind flare. Yeah. Was she able to even wiggle anything after that at the end? I don't remember. No, she tried to, she pulled out the Coke can. Yeah. And she couldn't even get it to move. It just had some high vibration, high vibration. Her nose was bleeding though. So, so she still has something there. Yeah, I think she's gonna she's gonna get it back somehow, but Right now, yeah, it's just they know how to stop her though. If they get it, if they get it in her skin somehow in her blood, it looks like that is kind of can negate her powers. Yeah. Oh, and then Will, when they're in the cat in that cabin scene, when Will said it's close, it was creepy as fuck. He's just like no emotion in it. It's close. Just talking about the mind mm-hmm. player coming, and then uh, oh shit, I kind of went ahead and got to some future points. Oh, I liked when Hopper finally killed the Terminator ripoff guy that Russian guy I just wanted him to be done he just blapped that fool like a bunch that was cool and then Alexi dying it's kind of sad that was sad I was like fuck yeah I kind of liked him they built they built him up pretty well over the course of a couple episodes his and yeah he wait go ahead I was just saying yeah he came in late and he was pretty good character arc there for two or three episodes yeah. besides the very intro very beginning when they show him briefly you know but yeah sorry nice side character you know who i did wish they built up more a little bit more was billy like we didn't even get to see like a lot of scenes with him until he got fucking switched over you know and then after that it was just him doing bad things besides when l went into his fucking his like, mind and could and yeah into his mind and could see when he died, it was like a bummer, but I was, wasn't was totally attached to his character. I was like, damn, okay, he gets redemption, but I'm not. Fuck, I really loved his character. You know, it's not. it wasn't like a fucking heart-wrencher for me. Yeah, yeah. let's say if like Steve died. Yeah, that's what, I, kids. That's what I thought who was going to die. This episode, I was like, if Steve died, that'd be a big bummer. Yeah. Because like he's been built up over three seasons now. That's honestly who I thought was going to die by, by episode eight. But And that's like my thing with this season was I thought it was good. But then just when you look back at it, nothing really significant happened. Billy died and Alexi, but those are just... Hopper. Dude, Hopper's not dead, though. There's no way. <laughs> I know. I know. I, I don't think he's dead either, but, but Hopper in quotes. Yeah. Yeah. If he died... Then yes, that's true. But I really, really doubt that he died. They heavily hinted that he's not dead. Yeah, my yeah. Can we talk about that? My yeah. thing is like, if they didn't show him dying, he's probably not dead. You know? Yeah, yeah. They showed all those other bodies getting dis like disintegrated, and then they didn't show anything when they flashed to the screen when where he's supposed to be standing. He's not there. Yeah. yeah. So I'm guessing he jumped into the portal and went over into the Russian side of the portal, and then. And then the after credit sequence, when they're talking about the American, he probably came out of the portal on their side, and then they captured him. 
I mean, that's what makes sense to me. Anyways. Yeah, I got a couple, I have a couple of theories. I think that either he somehow got in that portal, even though it was really far away and he somehow got, got in there yeah. and he might be in the upside down currently. And then the American could be the doctor from the first season who we know is still alive and out there somewhere. Oh, Papa. He didn't get eaten by the Demogorgon. Yeah, Papa. Yeah. He's still alive. So he could maybe be the American. True. But I also think that maybe Hopper went down those steps right behind him. There was like this like this stepway or this uh, ladder. Sorry, there was a ladder. And maybe he got down there and then got captured by the Russians and taken back to their base. Yeah, because there was still Russians in there after that. Mm-hmm. Before the American, the army showed up. That's true. Yeah, but I definitely think he's alive. I don't think that you do such big a character off screen. And they definitely do hint at it. Even though the ending was really good with him with Eleven reading the letter, I liked all that. Yeah. But then just the whole American tease at the end, I was like, this dude's not dead. <laughs> and then even David Hopper, sorry, I mean, even David uh, Harbour David Harbor says that he thinks he's alive still too. What? And he has an option for season four. Yeah. Oh, so they left it to where he could be dead. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Yeah. They left it so that, okay, he could... If they pick up his option, they could say a lot of things. It could be like flashbacks or anything, but he's not dead, dude. (laughs) There's no way. (laughs) No, I don't think so either. Definitely not. That's why that was my problem with this season. It's just like, I don't know. It didn't really move things that much as far as the story goes. Yeah, it felt like a lot of the same. Like they beat the Mind Flayer again somehow. It's probably going to come back in some other way. And they killed off side characters that they introduced. They didn't kill any of the main characters. Well, unless Hopper's dead. Yeah. But... Other than that, they haven't really killed anyone. Yeah, I agree. Bob, they killed Bob last season, but he wasn't like... He was a side character too. Yeah, he's a side character. I'm no killed, killed one of the kids. They should have just killed off Will. I mean, what's he doing out here? <laughs> Dude, he's gotten enough shit. Leave him alone. <laughs> yeah, I kind of like what they're going to do, with. I think, with Will, because now Eleven's going to live with Will. Yeah. You might see more of that interaction which we haven't seen a ton of and they've gone through the most probably with all this shit oh, yeah. too. Dude, imagine if Will somehow gets psychic powers and L- Eleven like trains him. I don't know, that could be dumb. Yeah, he's got like a sixth sense right now. Yeah. Maybe he'll just be like a different kind of psychic because you saw how like well, I mean these episodes were terrible, but you saw how like Eleven's other psychic uh I don't know, like classmates or whatever they were, other lab or sisters yeah, and sisters. Yeah, siblings or whatever. They had like different kind of psychic powers than Eleven, because she had like she has like telepathy, but then the other ones could create illusions and shit. So mm-hmm. maybe Will has some type of psychic power too now that's just uh, unique from a else. Yeah, they definitely listened to that whole backlash from season two. Everyone hated that whole side storyline. They didn't even talk about it at all this season. Maybe they'll bring it back. Yeah, they like teased all that shit and then never built on it once this season. It felt really random in that whole season, though. It really did. That episode where Eleven goes off, comes back as like a punk chick. Yeah. Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen next season? Do you guys have any predictions? I don't know. Do they have a portal? Y- y'all think they have a portal in Russia? I think so, yeah. I think we're going to see more of the world. I don't I don't see it being as much centered as you know, Hawkins. Hawkins next season. I think that these portals are going to start opening up in other places. It'd be really cool if they did a full-on... If they try to drag this out two seasons, I feel like they'd have to do... A full-on invasion next season. Yeah. Like shit would have to start really getting taken over. And then it'd be really sick if the last season was kind of this post-apocalyptic show. Dude, like... It'd be very different. Red Dawn, kind of? Because that's an 80s movie, too. So they could, like, 
Yeah. Red Dawn, like like fucking Russian. The Russian. Yeah, dude, I love that movie. With the Wolverines? Yeah, the Wolverines. The fighting Wolverines. Oh, I think he's talking... Yeah. Oh, I thought you were talking about fucking like an invasion, like an invasion from the Mind Flayer and the... Oh, no, that's what I'm saying. Like Red Dawn, but with the Mind Flayer, like people from the... Or creatures from the Upside Down. I thought you were talking Soviets because we got... That or the Russians somehow trained these demo demo dogs or Demogorgons. Demogorgons. Could be like a combination. They got to do something way different because the last two last two seasons feel a lot of the same. Yeah, season one was awesome. It was it felt more like a the sci fi mystery, like a murder mystery going on. And I don't know, dude. Just it, they just got to do something different. And like that's what I think would be really cool if they took it that way. If you really want to do five seasons, you got to do something really different next season. Yeah, I agree. Otherwise, wrap it up. You beat the beat the mind flare for the third time. Call it a day. Close the portals for good. Yeah, how many times are you going to beat him and him still be an idiot? Like, obviously, <laughs> the Mind Flayer wasn't that good. You're fighting a bunch of fucking kids, man. Step it For up. For real. <laughs> well, one of them has fucking superpowers, but... Also, when is the U.S. government going to take this seriously? Like, That's Jesus what I'm saying, too. Christ. Why are they just leaving this shit alone? Yeah, you just let Russians invade your fucking country. Letting them invade... They're like, oh, we got some fucking reports of some fucking bullshit going on in Hawkins again. Probably shouldn't check it out. They they invade with impunity. Some real-ass alien shit. With impunity. And then they finally come in at the fucking ninth hour after everything has happened. Whatever, guys. Yeah, that was another... And then they cover it up. That cover-up is bullshit. Oh, yeah, just a ton of people randomly went to the mall late at fucking night and all died, all random people with no connection, really. In a fire or some shit. And they died in a fire. Fucking convenient. <laughs> Government cover-up. Yeah. So For real, dude. Who goes to the... The mall's closed, first of all, at that time. Fucking guys. Damn hooligans out in the mall when it's closed. Dumbasses. Yeah. That's my take on the future, Ross. Yeah. Post-apocalyptic. That's what I want to see. I want to see this shit just getting taken over. And then be sick. Eleven and all of her supernatural or her psychic siblings off to fight it back. You think they're going to bring back the psychic siblings? I feel like they've teased it and they could bring it back in a, if, in a way that works better, that fits more in the story. Just felt out of place in that, in that season. Yeah. And I didn't particularly like her, her sister. She, was, she wasn't a good person. Nah, she was a fucker, honestly. And yeah, I had an issue with it on this season, though, was just like nobody takes this shit seriously, and it's happened twice already. Like when he, <laughs> like <laughs> Hopper, true. He's like, trust me, it's fine. I, we closed the, the lab, it's all right. And then, like, just the police don't give a shit about any of this. They just act like everything's normal. And like the kids, I don't know. It feels like it's just everything just reset, which. Makes it feel like the story's not moving. Yeah, no, I got you. I enjoy it for the most part. I just, I wanted to see, I wanted to see it elevate. Like, it's a lot of good humor. There's a lot of good special effects. There's good horror mo- moments throughout the whole season. There's good characters, good character development. Yeah. Just literally the, the, the villain, it's like getting old. That's for me, at least. The villain. Yeah. Antagonist. No, I enjoyed the characters a lot, though. That's the main reason I, I liked it. Characters are very enjoyable to watch. And the dynamics between them and stuff. It's enjoying. Enjoyable. Yeah, all of them getting split up this season where I enjoyed a lot. And I especially liked even the parts where they were drugged out and they were like looking at the fucking wall and it was like tripping them out and stuff. 
Yeah, that part was funny. When they're on like the truth serum or whatever. <laughs> they're on some sort of drug. I, what do you guys think that was? Uh, there's a certain drug that actually does that. Fentanyl. <laughs> so maybe. <laughs> yeah, definitely on fentanyl. <laughs> that's, a, that's a quick come down then after that shit. Fucking wild. Joe Rogan, so. What do you think, Luke? Anything else? About what? The season? On the Stranger season. Things. Yeah, just the season overall. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it was cool to see the mind flare in his full form. Or physical full form. F- yeah, physical form. Not like full uh, mental form because obviously he was an idiot. But uh, <laughs> is that his full physical form though? Because he looked even bigger. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. But like in the it, upside down. Like the way he, like his actual, like the way he looks. Like you know the way he saying? pictures himself. Yeah. Yeah. Like when he has full fucking physical form yeah he's massive but you know we saw him you know like mm-hmm. in uh in the flesh in the flesh yeah thank you he didn't get quite as big though as he could have gotten which is yeah, cool so maybe i don't know yeah if it's just the same shit it's gonna get old dude if it's, it's the same shit next season yeah i could really see it losing steam if it keeps going down the same path yeah, at least they know that they're only going to do five season tops. Like that's what the that's what the writers, been, the Duffer brothers, have been saying for a minute. Yeah, and even the actors are saying probably one more, maybe two. Like everyone's kind of on the same page that this is going to have to end. You can't just keep dragging this out. Yeah. Um. You guys want to rate it, or did Zach? Did you have anything? No, honestly, I think I got about everything. Just discussing with you guys right now. I think if I had to rate it, I'd probably say overall, just the season, the season as a whole. Compared to I'd the other it, two, I'd rate it uh, seventy-eight. Oh, yeah, that I'm was in close. the seventies. Also, let's say seventy. It was enticing, but you know, it wasn't like you know, wasn't. Cra- I mean, okay, there was crazy parts in it, but like the season as a whole, it just wasn't anything that we hadn't seen before. Damn, Luke, that was exactly what I was thinking about rating it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm exactly. You, you always rate shit low. I'm gonna say seventy-five. Hey, yeah. I think it's good. I didn't think. I think it was exceptional. I didn't think it was the best show I've watched this year. And I think that for the most part, it was better than season two, but season one is just far and away better than both. But we'll see. I think they can still do something with this story and do something really crazy with it, with the last season or with these last two seasons, if you build up a whole new kind of story over the next two seasons. Just the mind players got to, they got to take a W, (laughs) the upside down on this next one. They're getting beat by a bunch of kids and a fucking overweight cop. And a mom. For real, dude. And conspiracy theorists. Someone's got to die, and I think... Yeah, that's the other thing, too. Like we already were saying, if there was just a death, like a real death that I felt like, damn, they showed it on screen, that person died. They were a big-time character in the beginning. One of the kids, something like that. I'd be like, holy shit, dude. This just took a real, (laughs) real intense turn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It'd feel more real. It'd feel more uh, like stakes are higher, you know, yeah. kind of thing. I think that's what I said before the season started. I was like, if if someone doesn't die, then I just it's going to be a step back in my mind for sure. Even if it's good yeah. acting and good character development and everything, it's just got to keep raising the stakes. No, I agree. Especially with this being a fucking multidimensional fucking crazy fucking thing yeah Supposed, that, supposedly crazy intelligent like that's supposedly yeah, this crazy intelligent being that can manipulate people when it, it's just getting beat again yeah, yeah, no, yeah. And just and just like wiped out like fucking 
Because it just fucking killed a bunch of people in the town and then like assimilated it into itself. Like, yeah. It's, it's got to be able to fucking kill one of these little cocksuckers, right? <laughs> Those little bastards. <laughs> yeah, one of the main characters at least. Yep. So what I said, I said 75. Yeah, I'm going to stick with that. 75. Yeah. Luke and I said 78. Damn, you went 75. I feel like I was harder on it than you were, but my score didn't reflect that. It's interesting. Oh, one thing I forgot to add that I liked the scene. At first, it was going to piss me off with Hopper was when he let Alexi go and then he was like, he's bluffing. That yes. was finally <laughs> something they showed <laughs> Hopper being Hopper. I thought it was just going to be another fuck up that he did. I did too. I literally had the same thought process on that. I thought he was letting him go. And I was like, what the fuck are you doing? And they, then played, they did like, that scene really well to make you think that that's what was going to happen. Yeah. Because he didn't even believe in himself for a second. Yeah. <laughs> so that was oh, good. Come on. Yeah, that was really good. Yeah. yeah despite, despite all that, we're looking forward to next season. Yeah, I'm still down on this story. I'm not out. Yeah. <laughs> if, if they fucking beat the Mind Fire again next season... And they're like, we're doing a fifth season. I think I'm out. And no one dies. They bring Hopper back. I'm out. Yeah, I don't know if I could watch. Uh, I might still watch fifth season, but I'm not going to be invested in it at all. At that yeah, point. I'd probably watch the fifth season just because I like these. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. So I'm already like kind of at that point. Dude, I like the characters. It's already been four seasons. I'm not going to just quit on the fifth season. <laughs> just because they have the final know. season. Just because yeah. these kids are fucking so goddamn smart. <laughs> they are pretty So resourceful. Smart. They are actually. Okay, anything else? We're wrapping this up. Wrap it up. All right, that's it, it up, on Johnny. Stranger. That's it on Stranger Things. We had one shout out this week. Follow us on Twitter at NotAMoviePod, at Culture Crave. If you want updates, like let's say on going forward with Spider-Man, we'll be tweeting those out. Just follow those pages. We got the news. And drop us a review. Drop us Ray on iTunes. Drop us a review wherever you can, honestly, if there's any other ones that do that. Hey, shout out to Rackers, uh, Ray Kears. Uh, thanks for rating our pod. Shout out to Julian Gallegos, our producer. Yeah. Uh, Unimans. We love you, man. J5music.com. Check them out. Yeah, J5music.com. Check them out. What's up? <laughs> Hi, are we out of here? We out. Yeah. Later. Later.